Welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. In this podcast, we inspire advisors with ideas and pathways to break through barriers and build a thriving retirement income business. We will interview innovative technology developers, business leaders, and successful advisors, then help you organize and execute these ideas to move your business forward. Hey, welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. This is Jack Martin. I serve as the virtual CMO for Insuremark. Um, Insuremark is a 40-year-old independent distribution company based in Houston, Texas. We host this podcast for advisors to come learn from the industry's best and brightest about how they can level up their practices in 2024. And so today, I'm super excited to have Tom Hagna. Many of you know him, know a lot about him. Uh, he's an economist. He was a senior executive in a Fortune 1. 100 company. He's a, an award-winning author and all-around great guy. Hey, Tom, welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. Hey, thanks, Jack. Good to be with you today. Hey, so I know you talk a lot about wealth transfer and, and wealth planning and, and taxes and that sort of thing. So, you know, for 2024, what should our advisors be doing right now with their clients to take advantage of the current economic and tax situation? What, what, what Where's your head at? Well, I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty going on. I mean, this is an election year. It's going to be very nasty. There's going to be all kinds of uncertainty. The market was, you know, at near record highs and it's been bouncing around. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates, you know, 500 basis points last year. And now people are thinking they're going to cut. In times of uncertainty, people crave certainty, you know. I'd like to keep the main thing, the main thing. And to me, the main thing right now is all this debt. We went over $34 trillion in debt. Every one of your listeners owes 264000 So I hope they get the checkbooks out and send it into Uncle Sugar. They need it. There's over $211 trillion of unfunded obligations for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, government pensions, military pensions. So when you look at the math problem, Jack, and that's what it is, it's, it's not a Republican or Democrat issue. Taxes are a math problem, and the math says taxes are going to have to go up a lot. And so I have been converting almost all of my IRAs and 401ks to Roth. Most of them are in income annuity, so I'll have tax-free income for the rest of my life. I've been moving more of my personal wealth to cash value life insurance so that I can, and, and by the way, my annual premium is $226,000, so I'm serious about life insurance. And here's the thing about life insurance. People who think of life insurance as an expense, they would say what I'm doing is stupid. Why would you have an expense of 226000 But the wise advisors know life insurance is not an expense. It's an asset on my balance sheet. And every penny of my 226000 plus more is in there waiting for me to flip on the switch to drive tax-free income. And, and I would just tell the advisors on the call, think bigger. Because if you want to give your clients significant tax-free income, they're not going to do that by putting in $1,000 a year. They need to put in a lot of money into their life insurance so they have a lot of money to flip the switch on so they can get a lot of tax-free income in retirement. I mean, that's my plan. That's a great comment that you just made. And I couldn't agree more. This thing about the debt in the future is a big deal. One of the things I think, I know I, with my personal financial planning clients and with advisors and their clients, you know, people hear what you're saying about this big debt thing, you know, it's got to come due sometime. But, you know, we're kind of all anchored a little bit in the past from a behavioral perspective, right? There's an event coming up in less than two years where the tax rates are going to rise. So what's your view on that? Is that something we should be talking about with our clients to try and get them off the dime? What do you think? 
Well, I think so. And I think that tax increase is nothing compared to the tax increases that are in the future. I mean, what we're doing with our debt is totally unsustainable. Like our country could handle $34 trillion of debt if we had a plan to pay it off over 200 years or something, but we're not. It's going up like a hockey stick. It's going to be $35 trillion in just another month or two, and then 36 and then 37 It's going to be $50 trillion before you know it. And this is totally unsustainable. So the taxes are going to have to go up. They're going to have to go up a lot. And it's not going to be 30 years from now. I can promise you that. It's going to be in our lifetimes. We could see a, another Great Depression or worse. I mean, it could be bad. So let's drill down into a couple of the things you mentioned at the at the top of the show. Uh, so Roth IRAs. So how should what should advisors be doing with their clients today? The objection that's most common is why would I pay taxes today? You know, I got to write that check today. You know, for delayed gratification. How do we, how okay. do we handle that objection? Well, pay me now or pay me later. And if you pay the government later, you're going to pay them a lot, lot more. So you can pay your taxes at a discount today or you can get the full whammy in the future with additional growth, additional gains, additional taxes due. I just know that these are the lowest tax rates I'm going to see for the rest of my life. I know that I can do the math. And so I've decided to pay the tax now versus defer. You know, deferring 401ks and IRAs made perfect sense when tax rates were higher because you got a tax deduction. Uh, you got to defer the taxes. You, you were retired in a lower tax bracket. It made perfect sense. We all did it. But now tax rates are probably the lowest that we're ever going to see. And we know taxes are going to have to go up a lot. So how much sense does it make to take money out of your paycheck today, defer those low taxes until they go way up, and then I'm going to take my money out and pay my taxes? Makes zero sense. So like if I was with a client, here's the kind of conversation I would have with them. I'd say, tell me about your where you work. Do you have a 401k? And they'll say, yeah. Does it have a match? Yeah. Tell me about the match. Well, if I put in 4%, they match with 4%. Okay. I do. I would do that. That's a hundred percent rate of return. But beyond the match, I would not put another single penny into a 401k or IRA. I'd put into a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA or cash value life insurance. But you know, we need to talk to, to uh, our clients about tax diversification. Right now, most clients have almost all of their money in that pre-tax bucket. 401ks and IRAs. And I'm telling you, those people are going to be so sad, so disappointed when it comes time to take money out and they have no idea what the tax rate's going to be. Right now it's 38, 39%. What happens when that's 60% or 70%? And don't say it couldn't happen. We saw that after World War II and our situation right now is worse than World War II. It's similar to World War II in the sense that, you know, we really mortgaged the future to finance that, right? And so essentially that's what we've been doing for the last decade or yep. more is mortgaging the future. And so it came due, you know, at what was what were the top rates in the 60 and 70%? 90, 91%. Holy I think, cow. I think there's I think there's a year 94%, but it was it was in the low 90s. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, that that's kind of a European level of taxation. That's insane. All right. So you mentioned tax diversification. So what's that mean? Well, there's taxable investments, you know, and that's your 401ks and your IRA. Well, taxable investments that are taxable today. Then there's tax deferred. That'd be your 401k and IRA. And then there's, there's tax free. And all we're saying is that, you know, you can have some money in a taxable bucket up because, you know, for the first so many thousand dollars, you pay zero tax rate. So, I mean, you can have some money at a zero, in a taxable bucket, but you don't want to have all your money in taxable or tax deferred. You want to have at least a fair amount of your money into that, that tax-free bucket, which is Roth IRAs, cash value, life insurance, things like that. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. One of the things you were just talking about is, you know, you're, you're going to build up these, we built up these large IRAs. It's the largest single asset for most families, right? And, you know, we're going to start taking out minimum distributions. I know for my clients, they wanted to take out less, you know, what's the minimum I could take out? Cause I want to leave it to the kids and grandkids. So what's the pain for the kids and grandkids associated yeah. with that strategy? That's the worst money to leave to your kids. If you really want to leave your IRA and 401k money, your kids, put it in an immediate annuity and have that pay the premiums on a life insurance policy, because you'd be able to leave them a lot more money tax-free. Don't leave them IRA or 401k money. That is the absolute worst money to leave. Look, I tell people all the time, what do you save that money for? You saved it for your retirement. You're 70 years old. Guess what? You're in retirement. Start using that money. Don't, don't try to give that to the kids. Spend the money. The government needs the taxes. Don't worry about it. If you don't like it, convert it. And then you can have a tax-free. Then you could leave tax-free money to your kids. But don't leave IRA and 401k money to your kids. They won't even get 50 cents on the dollar in most cases. Explain that a little bit more. So th this concept of taking the IRA out now, paying the life insurance premium you yeah. know, and, and the tax ramification. I've seen a lot of people do that. So, so you just take your 401k or IRA and turn that into an income stream. And as you receive the income or as the income comes out, that's taxable event. But then that money's going into a life insurance policy that is building cash value that will be tax-free, tax-free for you in retirement, tax-free to your heirs as a death benefit. Uh, that's a much more efficient way of, and, and just ask the, you know, if the advisor should just run an illustration. If you'd give your kids the IRA money, here's how much they'll get. If you turn that IRA or 401k into a life insurance policy over the next 20 years or 10 years, you could do a 10 pay or 20 pay. Here's how much cash value you'll have that's tax-free. Here's how much death benefit you can leave your kids tax-free. Much better way of leaving those assets. Makes total sense. It's kind of like uh, we, we used to talk about, uh, you know, pensions have payouts. You know, I think mainly it's big unionized companies anymore that have those, you know, and the question would be, do I take the life only option or the joint survivor option? And we'd say, hey, take the life only, take the difference and buy some life insurance, you know, and take care of the spouse or kids with the life insurance deal. Pretty similar, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's called pension maximization. That's what a lot of the companies call it, pension max. And uh, makes a lot of sense because- you know, think about it. When you have a pension, once you die, if it's life only, there's nothing left. And once you and your spouse die, nothing goes to your kids. So you're able to use some life insurance to have money go to either your spouse or your kids. And so that pension could carry on. Uh, whereas if you just use the pension alone, it will end. So we've talked about rising taxes, tax diversification, Roths, you know, IRAs for the kids and so on. If I, in my case, I'm a boomer, I've got some business interests. So, you know, if I'm going to pass that to my kids and grandkids, you know, I, I've got to have a taxable event on that, right? So is there, is there a role for life insurance in that situation as well? Absolutely. Especially if you have multiple kids and some kids are in the business, some kids are not in the business. We see that all the time. Our farms, you know, where the where one where the son's going to continue the farm, the daughter's a school teacher in Chicago. She she's entitled to half the farm, but she doesn't want to farm. And the son needs the whole farm or it's going to fall apart. And what they do then is you buy life insurance that then can go to the daughter so that when mom and dad die, 
that money can go to the daughter and then the son can have the farm. So you can treat people equitably, not equally. That's that's another way to do it. Um, sometimes there's no kids that are going to take over the business and one of the employees should take it over. But you can't just give the business to that employee. And so there's a way you can do buy sell agreements or you can say upon death, you can take it a policy and then upon death there'll be the money to pay the family so that the that the, the employee can have the business. So there's many ways to use life insurance wisely and prudently in business situations so that businesses can continue. So we've talked about Roth conversions. We've talked about IRAs. Those are good prospects to look for. We've talked about business owners. Is there another segment we should be looking at for life insurance? Well, I think the whole agriculture segment is because the farmers and ranchers, they they have the same situation. That's just like a, they're, they're a business owner, but it's normally a family business. And so those are the cases I, I've seen some huge life cases come out of the agricultural ranchers and, and farmers market, too. So I, I think that'd be another another area to look at. Sometimes some of the doctors and dentists, chiropractors, if they have a business, sometimes they have partners. There's chance for buy, sell things there. So Anytime there's complicated or if there's a divorce in the family, I mean, all those things complicated. How many kids, how many kids are in the business, divorce, are there kids from the other marriage? I mean, you know, business partners, all of those are situations that people need to say, what if this happens? What happens if this person gets disabled? What happens if that person dies? And there needs to be an adequate solution where all the partners are happy no matter what happens otherwise somebody dies and now you're in partner with the guy's wife who doesn't know anything about the business and i just seen all kinds of problems that way so you want to make everything very clear what happens if people get disabled or die so we mentioned at the top of the show you're an author is there some resource you would point our audience to that would help them with some of the subjects we've discussed you know, Mar Feldman, man on a mission. Here you got Mar Feldman, son of Ben Feldman. They've probably written more life insurance than any other family in the in the world. That's a great book. You know, I've got a couple of good paychecks and playchecks and retirement income masters. It looks at 16 different producers and each chapter is their story. What do they do? How do they explain this stuff? I mean, there's there's a lot of good books out there, you know, that, that people can look at, especially in the estate planning area. And that's where I would look is kind of in that estate planning area for some of the things we were talking about. Those are great recommendations. Thank you. Any closing comments you want to make to our audience? Any direction, guidance, inspiration you want to leave them with? I would just say in times of uncertainty, like we have now, people crave certainty. And that's what we offer them. We give them guaranteed interest rates. We have guaranteed death benefits. We have tax advantages. Uh, we can give them guaranteed lifetime income. And so in times of uncertainty, people crave certainty. So talk about the guarantees in our products. Great advice. Hey, folks. Uh, you've been listening to Tom Hagnaff, a super great session. Please uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, pass uh, Tom's presentation on to your friends and colleagues. It's been a great session on behalf of InsureMark and the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, thanks, Tom. Have a great day. Thanks, Jack. Thank you for listening to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 